If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up is a piece written by Stephen Hunt, published at calgary.ctvnews.ca. The 16-year-old lead organizer of the Alberta-wide school walkout against the province's proposed gender policies said that an estimated 2,906 students participated in Wednesday's protests at more than 80 schools across the province. The walkout was inspired by Leduc grade 10 student Aspen Servo's concern for his 13-year-old brother, who's transgender. I'm lucky to grow up in a household where it's safe to be whoever I want to be, but not all kids are lucky like that, Servo told the Canadian press in an interview, adding he knows some others who aren't as fortunate. Some get rejected or kicked out, and it really hurts you when your own parents basically tell you you're not their kid anymore. Beginning at 10 a.m. Wednesday, students walked out of their schools to take part in demonstrations against policies, announced by Premier Daniel Smith. Students from Calgary's Western Canada Crescent Heights, William Eberhardt, and Henry Wise Wood Schools opted in to the protest, among others. They were joined by teens in Okotox, Airdry, Cochrane, Lethbridge, Edmonton, and Leduc. Friday morning, Alberta Education Minister Dimitrios Nicolaides was asked about the gender policies at the launch of a new charter school in Curry Barracks. Quote, as Education Minister, my priority right now, as it relates to the policies, is to sit down and talk with a lot of our partners, Nicolaitis said, our teachers, our school boards, and other parents, to ensure that we implement these policies as effective as possible. We want to make sure that we do so in a way that doesn't create additional red tape or burdensome requirements for teachers, he added. And fundamentally, we believe it's important for parents to be involved in the education of their children and important life decisions that their children make as well. Nicolaitis was also asked his reaction to the Wednesday student walkout across the province. I think it's important as Albertans we have these conversations, he said. These students, of course, are participating in these conversations, and it's important we do that as a society, as a province, that we have that kind of robust conversations. Again, at the end of the day, we will be talking very closely over the next few months with our partners, teachers, school boards, other partners, to make sure we implement these policies in the most effective way possible, to ensure that we don't have any unintended consequences or obstacles or burdensome requirements on teachers, staff, or families as well. And here is another piece, this published at rabble.ca. Written by Kaya Lucero. In protest of the Alberta United Conservative Party, UCP, government's announcement of anti-trans policies, students took part in a province-wide school walkout. On February 1, Premier Daniel Smith introduced education and health policies that many 2SLGBTAIQ plus advocates criticized. If enacted, the policies would intervene in the lives of transgender youths at school and potentially in the home. 
would also further restrict access to gender-affirming care, straining the mental health of trans youth. The policies would ban gender-affirming care for those under the age of 17 and require youths to get their parents' permission to have their correct pronouns used in school. Akira Hessline, a grade 12 student and transgender teen, organized the school walkout for Henry Wisewood High School in Calgary, Alberta. During the protests, Hessline encouraged students to share their own personal stories. She noticed a common theme throughout their experiences. A really big component across all the speeches was about how school is a safe space and nowhere else is. They're scared that they're going to lose school as a safe space, said Hesleen. About 250 kilometers north from Calgary, Aspen Servo led the school walkout for Leduc Composite High School. When he first heard about the UCP policy announcement around transgender youth, Servo first thought of the well-being of his brother. My brother... He's trans and I was scared for him. I wanted to show him I cared and that he had my support. I also wanted to show all my trans friends that they have my support, said Servo. The UCP's proposed health policies would limit access to gender-affirming care, particularly puberty blockers and hormone therapy, something Servo is concerned about. My brother's been waiting so long for gender-affirming care. Now he's going to have to wait longer. It's just going to hurt his mental health, said Servo. Both Hesleen and Servo are just two of the hundreds of student protesters opposing the UCP's anti-trans policies. According to the Alberta School Walkout organizers, around 2,000 students from 50 schools across the province participated. This number is estimated to be higher as some schools have yet to be recorded. Premier Smith's statement asserted that these policies would preserve choices for children and youth, but protesters like Hesleen say otherwise. What choices are we being left with here? This is actually limiting our choices and how we can express ourselves and where. I'd say that's a total misnomer, said Hesleen. Faye Johnstone, executive director of the Society of Queer Momentum, speaker and activist on 2S LGBTQIA rights, pointed out that these Alberta policies can cause harm to the mental health of trans youth. These anti-trans policies, on one level, deny kids the freedom to be themselves at school, said Johnstone. Then, if you're seeing yourself or your friends talked about in a harmful light that insinuates there's something wrong or unhealthy about you, that further has a negative impact on your mental health, Johnstone added. According to a statement from the Alberta Psychiatric Association, research has shown that transgender and non-binary youth are two to three times more likely to experience mental health issues, including depression, anxiety disorder, suicidal ideation, and self-harm. Anti-trans policies further exacerbated these mental health concerns. In fact, the 2023 survey out of the U.S. found 33% of queer youth reported a decline in their mental health because of anti-LGBTQ policies and legislation. Another study from 2022 reported improved mental health when transgender people started hormone therapy in their adolescence compared to starting in adulthood. As for the medical side of gender-affirming care, the Canadian Pediatric Association highlighted that hormone suppression is reversible. It is a means to allow young people time to explore their gender identity. Despite the numerous research studies backing the benefits of gender-affirming care, the UCP's health policy would prohibit transgender youth from accessing life-saving care. The baseline is we have horrible access to care. 
That means that folks are struggling every day with distress that could be alleviated by a timely intervention, said Johnstone. Johnstone added that the gender-affirming healthcare space is already underfunded, with few healthcare professionals to even deliver this type of care. While Premier Smith did acknowledge this gap, stating that the government will be bringing these medical experts into the province, Johnstone has her doubts. But when a government is intervening and interfering politically in your specialty of health care, why in God's name would you bother to move to Alberta when you know that the government's not doing things in alignment with evidence, said John Stone. The Alberta school walkouts were just one of the many protests since Premier Smith's anti-trans policy announcement. On February 3, rallies in support of transgender youth were held in both Calgary and Edmonton. Other cities have joined in their support, with rallies being held in Ontario cities, including Ottawa and Kingston. We're not going to stop fighting. We're going to keep fighting until this bill is struck down, said Hesleen. And I promise you, we have a lot more tenacity than they do, because we're fighting for our rights, and we're not going to back down. If you want to follow People Are Revolting on social media, you'll find us in the Fediverse at Moving Train Media at collectiva.social. If you want to listen to back episodes, head over to peoplearerevolting.com. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. A sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it. <laughs>